now to talk the world of football. Our good friend Phil Moss is on the line. And firstly, Mossy, congratulations on getting married last weekend and uh, dedication to the cause, my friend. You're backing up on your honeymoon. Good morning, Mossy. <laughs> Morning, Ray. Morning, Bulldog. Thank you for those kind words. Yes, Penny uh, organised a worldwide pandemic two years ago to get out of marrying me, so she had no excuses this time. But uh, it was a good night with our family and friends. Uh, congratulations again. And look, uh, I know you saw on your honeymoon, so really appreciate you joining us on a Sunday morning, but you've covered plenty of football during your honeymoon as well. But can I take you back to last week and the Socceroos lost to Japan? For our listeners now, what does this mean for the Socceroos and potentially qualifying for the World Cup? Well, first of all, yeah, disappointing night. Um, and it, it throws us into the uh, into the sudden death situation. We, we play Saudi on Wednesday morning, I think it is, uh, mm-hmm. our time. Uh, in what essentially is a dead rubber from a point point of view, but a, a fantastic opportunity for Graham Arnold to give, uh, give players more game time in the training skirt and uh, blood from those youngsters. And, uh, and get set for what will be a one-off playoff against the third-place team from Group A, which at the moment is looking like United Arab Emirates, mm-hmm. uh, Iraq, or, uh, or even Lebanon, depending on how the last game goes. But um, yeah, look, there's been a lot of um, a lot of comment, obviously a lot of commentary, a lot of vitriol around uh, what happened at um, at uh, Homebush uh, the other night, but. For me, if, if, if you, you try and re- remove the emotion, which is very hard for us football folks, um, the, the performance for me was good from a from the team relative to the team that Graham Arnold uh, put out on, on the field. We, we didn't do too badly against what was a very very good fan side. Mm. They were a little bit under strength, there's no doubt about that. But they were and they were better than us on the night. There's no doubt about that. But uh, to say it was a, a disgraceful performance or anything under a good performance. I think people are not looking at the uh, at the team sheet and the level that our players are actually playing at. Mossy, I can't believe there are calls to move Arnie along this deep into the campaign. We've come this far. You know, where does he stand at the moment in terms of his position? Well, look, Bulldog, I'm sure there will be a, um, a really honest and frank discussion when he gets back from Saudi between he and uh, FFA management or FA management. Um, and potentially the board as well. They'll have their view. He will have his. Um, I haven't spoken to him since the game about his future. I've only been there as a as a mate to support and uh, and an outside sounding board on you know things that he wants to discuss. It hasn't been about his future, but um, you know I, I can understand. I can understand uh, you know certain sections calling for change um, because our, our sport is about results, and um, you know we've only won one in the last six, so. I understand that totally, as does, as does Arnie. Um, you know, he's been around the game long enough, uh, longest-serving um, individual in Australian football history to be around the national team as a player and coach. Um, so whether whether management decides that the team needs something different, a different voice, different face, um, is up to them, or, or maybe Arnie. Um, who knows? But um, I think he's put some solid foundation in place. They, they aren't working from a results point of view at the moment, but... Um, I also think we have to be realistic about where our team is at, and it's uh, it's a lot more than one coach. It's a lot more than one qualifying campaign. I was sitting there the other night at the game, and I couldn't help but think of 2005 when we qualified for the World Cup, the first World Cup in 32 years, and the quality of the players that were on the park and the team and the level they were playing at. 
Then you go to the 2016 World Cup, uh, Asian Cup final, I beg your pardon. You think about the quality of the team there. And then the other night, and it's just been a continual decline, um, which is a systemic issue in Australian football that needs to be addressed. Yeah, bigger concerns there, isn't there, Mossy? Hey, Mossy, back on the home front, I believe you took the lovely wife to a game of football last night up in Brisbane. I certainly did, Ray. One. You old romantic, you. Who says romance is dead? On his honeymoon, too. Well, I, had to, I have to say it's a family tradition because my father took my mother 54 years ago to a European Cup game with Manchester United on their honeymoon. So the, the, uh, At least that's Man United. <laughs> well, Penny knew what she was marrying into, Dino, by the sounds of things. <laughs> exactly. But no, I was uh, privileged enough to be calling the, uh, the Brisbane-West United game up at game of football. Um, there was controversy in it with a with a Brisbane um, goalkeeper. There was um, there was goals. There was disallowed goals. There was um, a real intensity about the game. It was a good game of football. West United um, uh, came out on top in the end. They were uh, too good for Brisbane Raw. So two losses at home in days for Brisbane Raw, which is not good for Warren Moon and his team. But they were down to ten men for for well over an hour. Uh, score at the end. They didn't through Henry Hoare. But, um, yeah, good game of football. Now, Mossy, the Mariners recorded a win over Adelaide and Wellington also notched victory over Perth. Yeah, that's right. It was a good win for the uh, for the Central Coast Mariners at home. 3-0, two red cards in that one. Uh, but the Mariners too good for Adelaide. Adelaide are an interesting side. They've, they've got so much quality but uh, so inconsistent. So, um, but nevertheless for the Mariners, an important three points at home. And uh, as you said, Bulldog Wellington getting on the uh, on the scoreboard again with a win over Perth Glory at uh, Leichhardt Oval. Good win for Wellington, important win for Wellington. But Perth Glory, they're going through a coaching transition. Ruben Zadkovic taking the reins on an interim basis from Richie Garcia, who has moved on during the week. And um, and the other one was um, Melbourne City, um, who uh, who they're at the top of the table now with. Um, with Western United, they obviously got the uh, got the win again, so they remain three points ahead of Western United. A fantastic battle for first place looming there as we uh, reach the closing stages of the Premiership. And, and Mossy, just one game to complete this weekend's round of the A League. Later on today, Melbourne victory take on Western Sydney. There's a lot of World Cup qualifiers going on all around the place. So, what do we do with Mossy's multi this weekend? Well, uh, yeah, given I was commentating last night, Ray and early start up here in Brisbane. I'm, uh, I'm just going to stick with the A-League game mm-hmm. for this one. Same game, multi. Um, I'm going to go with Western Sydney Wanderers to cause a bit of an upset. Wow. It would be an upset yeah. down there in, in Melbourne. Um, and I think they can get the uh, get it done down there. Both teams to score. So the same game, multi. Western Sydney to win. Both teams to score. And over 10 corners. So you're going to take Penny to the Melbourne Derby for your first anniversary? or? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Bulldogs, I was thinking I might bring her for a drink with you and uh, and the other Bulldog, Robbie Slater. Oh, don't yeah, do that. Down. He's an incredibly boring man, believe me. <laughs> hey, look, Phil, really appreciate you taking time out for us on a Sunday morning. On your honeymoon, catch that plane, don't miss it. Wish all the best to Penny and we'll catch up next week. Good on you guys. Thanks, Mossy. There's Phil Moss talking the world of football.